Sports. Hooray. Um, Stuff to talk we about. We always make an awkward opening to these. Um, uh, we were just talking about numerous things. It's going to be a heavy basketball and baseball with a little dash of football. Don't, there'll be plenty more football to come in the very near future. Yeah, and before I forget, because our sports episodes do better than the movie episodes, which is very strange, but I love it. Um, we did start two fantasy football leagues. One is a dynasty or a keeper league, and one is a standard league. Uh, message us on Instagram at 5050net, F-I-F-T-Y, 50-N-E-T. Uh, and message us if you want to join. It's free. It's not going to be like a huge uh, ego monster thing where you got some guy screaming at you every day that you need to make a trade or leave the league or something nah, like just, that. So just, just casual, just cuss. And I must say that Brian is one of the best commissioners in any fantasy league I've ever been in. Um, um, you, you really are. You really are. There's some awful, awful commissioners I've played under. I've seen some really weird-ass shit before. I had a guy threaten to, like, lock my team lineups every every day if I didn't trade Andy Pettit. It's fucking weird. This was years and years I ago. Tried ba- I tried fantasy baseball. I cannot do it. Um, well, from what I remember, you, you didn't cheat, but what you did was you decided to... You didn't... You only drafted two starters... Because it was pitcher spots, not starting pitcher and relievers. It was weird. I for, it was weird. So it was you had to have like ten pitchers or something, and you picked relievers that no one really used. <laughs> so your ERA was really was good. so low because <laughs> half of them didn't fucking play. And you you only told us this after the season ended, which whatever. Anyway, I did this in basketball too. I would get play. There were players that I would just get. Uh, I would it'd be like categories, and I would only do like five categories in this stack. So I'd always get big guys, high field goal percentage, uh, lots of rebounds, good points, blocks, and no turnovers. You could just literally get a bunch of centers and win those categories. So uh, I brought up something with LeBron. Uh, Brian just told me about the LeBron deal. He signed for two years. What was it? Ninety-seven point one million dollar extension. Okay, so, so we'll have him for three more years. I don't know. That second year is a player off. How many awesome. years did you have him before that sign- was signed anyway? Um, 2019, 2020, 2021, 2022, and then this will be those four years. So it was an extension to the years you already have them. We had him. Well, he signed another. I think he signed uh, something before. It's been. It's confusing. We have him for three more years. This after was this, this or after after this no, signing, including or? this coming season. It was this season and then two more. Okay. So this is just because he's buying time for Bronny, right? Basically, and it means he's means he's gonna re, he's gonna retire a Laker. He's just gonna stay here in LA. Well, what if Bronny goes to another team? I thought he said that he would go to another team. Um, he the Lakers will waste a first round pick on him. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe he's worth a first round pick. I don't know. Um, I don't know. We'll see what happens there. But uh, yeah. So. Another couple years. Okay, so that answers one of the basketball questions. The other thing we have is Durant is staying. Oh, well, hold on. So on the LeBron thing, um, I saw a lot of people mad about the Lakers giving them this money. What your, what, what's your take on LeBron? On them being mad? What, what's your take on the deal? Do you well, think it's a good I thing honestly that, think... The Lakers should have done that, or do you think they should not have done that? Because uh, I I'm... thought it was pretty fucking obvious that the Lakers should absolutely do that. Well... I am of the mindset that LeBron's uh, floor is 60 or 70% of the NBA ceiling. Yeah, yeah that makes any sense? Yeah, basically. Like any team that LeBron's going to go on is going to go on is going to immediately at least be in playoff contention at the very least. Not, and it, not it, all teams in basketball can say that. And even, even if that wasn't the case, I'm trying to think of another NBA player that was like past his prime but still helped. A uh, championship? Would like, you say like an Iguodala? Like the well, well, I mean, the Iguodala like was not close to the same player he was in his prime when he was doing his stuff with the Golden I'm State. I'm trying to think. I can't think of anybody. How about like a Jason Kidd on the Mavericks or something? But I mean, obviously not nearly on LeBron's level. LeBron is, or I guess you could say like a Dirk, because wasn't Dirk kind of on his last leg? He barely played. His his minutes started. Tim Duncan. 
Tim Duncan. Well, Tim Duncan was, a, I feel like, was elite until his last game. That's that, that's the thing. He you always put in good, efficient minutes. He just started playing less and less minutes. But Le- LeBron's not even doing that. He he averaged thirty points last season. Yeah. So, like I said, his his floor is a lot of player ceiling. So yeah. I don't think I think he could play more than three more years and be fine. Yeah, I think he'd be fine with that. And I mean, he's not going to be like a highlight reel, but he's still going to be... He's not going to be Giannis, but he's still going to be LeBron. Yeah. And I don't... I, the one the one take I just under, understood was like, why is LeBron taking all this money? It's like, what the fuck do you mean why would LeBron take all this money? I've always been on the mindset of... I hate when... I, I think I'm in, I'm in a minority here, where I hate it when players take less money to make their teams better because I feel like that throws off the balance of the league. Like when Durant took less money to make the super team in Golden State, I hated that. I hated that more than him going to Golden State in the first place, because those teams are not supposed to exist. With the, with the, with salary caps, it just not, ruins the sport. It ruins it. It's dumb. When cousin, I mean, it, cause, a little different with cousins because he came out the injury and no one else apparently offered him any deals. But when cousins went to the Warriors for like three million dollars, whatever that cheap ass contract was, people were just like. Why even have the season? It's fucking stupid. Because everyone knew it was like, uh, per what his value was potentially worth, it just didn't make any sense. And then, we, well, he ended up bombing, so. Yeah, so thank God for that. Uh, well, I mean, he actually didn't do that bad at the end. It's just that they all got hurt. He got hurt, too, in the playoffs. Where is he now? I don't remember. He's been pa- he was passed he was getting ha- passed along through some contending because I think he went to oh, no, no 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 it was um I think it was Denver he went he was somewhere before Denver though he was a few different places did he go to Milwaukee for a bit I don't remember I want to say I he went he, to I want because I'm pretty sure the last team he was on was Denver because when the last team he was on was like Houston or something something silly mm, he was there for like a cup of coffee maybe I don't know. But it's a shit. That is one of the most unfortunate careers I've ever seen. Yes. He, my, my man never got paid. So, um, but uh, LeBron, paying LeBron is the absolute only decision the Lakers had because you have Anthony Davis for another couple years. Why would you not stick with that duo and ride it out as long as you yeah, can? The duo that doesn't make any problem. fucking sense. If you want to reset the team, do it when Anthony Davis' contract expires. Not two years before that. And then you're just going to be a guaranteed treadmill team. It didn't make any fucking sense. Um, so everyone who says that this deal is bad for the Lakers, um, I couldn't disagree with you more. And I couldn't. I I mean I care less. I, yeah, but it's one of those things where it's like I I don't think when LeBron signed with the Lakers, even though I was really ticked off because that season before that I was like, oh my god, like. I'm officially over my dislike of him, you know, and I respected him a lot more. And once he signed with the Lakers, I was like, this is the last team he's going to play for. Like, I... Unless he goes back to Cleveland just to retire or this farewell farewell tour or something. Who knows what happens at the end. Depends what, like you said, depends on what happens to Bronny. Yeah. He's going to retire a Sacramento mm-hmm. King. Um <laughs> That would be a sad end. That would be a sad end. Um, that would sound like something the Kings would do, too, when the guy's, like, 40 years old, finally showing signs of decline. It's just like, Kings are like, now's our moment. Let's go get him, boys. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, I I don't really have an opinion. Like, why wouldn't you sign him to know. an extension? <clears throat> I don't know. Like, Jerry's old. So, I, I, he's still performing. I mean, he's a how, lot of money. How long is D- Davis there for? At least, in, I think... Uh, another because he signed for like five years, so I guess two or three more years. So basically, what you're doing is you're telling him, you're almost doing this, not just for your own sake, but for Anthony Davis's sake. Yeah, because now he knows he has three more or four more kicks he, to the kicks of the can. Yeah, he just he just has to stay healthy for once. Yeah, yes. the one year he stayed, the one year he's been healthy, they won the championship. He's been hurt every other time. Yeah, well, you, need, you guys need a new point guard. That was also a better. That was also a better, well, well team. Um, the the offseason moves to the Lakers were not, not were not great. Yeah, last season was weird. They were like last season was was full old guy, 
and this season is full young guy, but they picked the wrong young guys because they somehow made it where they are going to be even worse at the three-point line than last season. And the whole point of having Davis and LeBron is to have outside shooters around them. That's the whole point of having them. And then they went and got... I think Lonnie Walker is probably the best three-point shooter there. They let Malik Monk walk, which was the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Yeah, so I don't blame him for signing. I don't, I don't see any problem with it. I do love we, Westbrook, though. Do, well, we all know that. He doesn't, um, he doesn't fit on the team, but I love him. Do, and then Durant is staying with the Nets, as was announced today. Yep, so he's going to stay there. Probably, Which was probably because he realized the Nets were never going to take a fair deal. No, nope. they're they going for these outrageous uh, demands for somebody who's like thirty four and ha- has a Achilles tear to his name. Yeah. So, um, I mean, and at the same time, it's like Kyrie's in the same boat. Kyrie, yeah, because it's like saga we're not is going to continue in Brooklyn. Why would they trade Kyrie at this point? Yeah. So, and I'm so happy it's over with. Because I'm so tired of hearing about it. Yeah. Like, I bet that was also a contributing factor. Because if they weren't going to be able to get a... If they trade Durant, you have to trade Kyrie. There's no point in him sta- in him being there. Yeah. And then there was apparently no deals good enough for Kyrie. All you ever heard was Westbrook for Kyrie. And why the fuck did Brooklyn do that? No. Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. <coughs> so that's basically it in terms of the NBA, yeah? Yeah. I mean, I think Brooklyn is still in a really good spot. I think people have gone from... Hating Simmons so much that he's now one of the most underrated players in the NBA. Because he can't shoot, sure, but the rest of his game is still really good. Who plays point guard then? Huh? Who plays point guard? Kyrie. You play Simmons as like a center. You're going to move him from point guard to center? Yeah. He can play, he can have his, he's really good off the ball. Oh, not off the ball. Um, In fast breaks, he's horrible off the ball. Um, On fast breaks and stuff like that, where, he, where he's awesome, he can defend all five positions. Um and then work his way around. I mean, he doesn't. He's gonna. He's so mentally weak. He's gonna defer to Kyrie and Durant all the time on offense anyway. That's a good point. They would. Oh my God, that poor dude is gonna get bullied into the ground by Kyrie. <laughs> Kyrie's just gonna be blowing sage in his face the whole time. <laughs> yeah, I never thought of. I never thought about. Get rid of your weakness. Um. No. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's uh, gotten to the point where he's underrated. But um. That is still a really solid roster, and the Nets should still be competing for a championship. And what do we want to do? We want to do football next. We can do the one. We can do the one football news. Yeah, let's get that out of the way. Yeah. Uh, Watson, Deshaun Watson was suspended eleven games. Get a shit on the Browns for a few minutes here. Um, there's one thing I do want to say about this because it seems to be uh, uh, like a debate out there. Um. You should be suspended for an entire season. I don't agree with 11 games. Uh, when you're accused by 24 different women. Is that uh, all? I thought it was more. I think 24 it's, at least took them to court. This is literally the point. We've lost We've lost count of how many people. Yeah, 24 women, no offense, but 24 women didn't come together and say, let's fuck this guy over. No. I, I'm sorry, but no. Yeah. No, it, it's not happening, and he's not innocent. I don't believe. Not that too many fingers pointed to him for me to believe. I he mean, was innocent. you know, I mean, as soon as this, his lawyer came out and said uh, and said uh, happy endings are not technically illegal, it's just like, bro, why the fuck? Would I didn't you say even that? know of that. He did that. His lawyer said, "Why uh, happy endings are not technically illegal?" It's just like, dude, you just lit. Basically ruined the whole case. Everyone knows he did shit. Well, my problem was with uh, his... What did he, he released like a uh, a statement saying, I apologize that the women feel this way or something yeah, like that. Like, and I it was like, this is, such, this is such gaslighting if I've ever seen it in an official statement. He's, it's basically blatant admittance that he did something wrong, but he just doesn't think of it. It was something, something wrong. Um. Guy's such a scumbag. And so anyway, the Browns are scumbags. Yeah, and them ma- making sure that he doesn't lose as much money. Like fuck him. I hope you want to know something. I'm gonna look at my phone every Sunday and Monday and Thursday that the Browns play, hoping they lose. Yeah, I think that's what I think it's gonna be. Uh, when they go to away teams, all oh, they're gonna get booed into the ground. Watson's gonna get booed for the rest of his career. It's gonna be 
Every time the Browns play, it's going to be a meme show. You know what? You're going to wake up on Monday morning, and there's going to be a flood of Browns memes from the game. Yeah. Yeah. The Browns are going to be public enemy number one of the season. Yeah. So, and that's saying something in a league that has the Raiders. Yeah. And it was, you know, it was, it's, it, it's dumb because the Browns were just like everyone to shit on them for years because they were so bad for so long. And you like almost everyone, wanted them to win. You wanted them to start to win. Like you wanted it to end. You wanted the suffering to end. Like when the Cubs were like competing for World Series, it's like everyone wants to see the Cubs win. Like it, we just want this to be over. No more 116 year gap or 108 year uh, difference between World Series. It's like we just want it to be over. And the Browns are on that path, and then they fucked up. That's what I'm going to lose, man. What's I'm, this mean for Baker Mayfield? Do you think he's going to be all... I think people are going to be, like, all happy for him. He's like, I yay, believe, he's off the Browns. I believe he was already named the starter. Yeah, for the Panthers, yeah. So, two things I will say about that. One, I do believe he's happy to get out of there. Like, I know at first it was like, like, I feel kind of betrayed because they drafted me and yada, yada. I do think he'll be a little bit better on the Panthers. Even it's, if it's just it, a mindset thing. It's going to be the most important year for his career. Yes. Because I'm, I've am i shat on Mayfield a lot. <laughs> um, and this is his moment where he can come out and prove if he's, uh, if he's, if he's got the shit. If he's yeah. And the second thing I want to say is uh, I feel terrible for Sam Darnold because he went from... <coughs> Not great situation at the Jets. the Jets to going getting a fresh start with Panthers, and he was only given like a season. It's only like a season, right? Season or two? Yeah, I think he had one year. He yeah. started really good too, and then he, I think he fell. I think he fell off or got hurt. I forgot. What I happened. think he got I hurt. Lost, I lost track because it's the Panthers. Because really paying attention. I remember his first game because I listened to a lot of uh, the Michael K show, and they talked a lot about it. I remember wondering. Like, what are they going to say about this tomorrow? Because he was playing on a Sunday, uh, like a new uh, afternoon game. And I was like, he's doing pretty good. I wonder what they're going to say on the show tomorrow. I don't remember what they said, but I do remember he got hurt. And, I mean, now he's not the starter anymore, so that sucks. But Yeah, because I remember when he was on the Jets and they were looking to trade him and stuff. Pretty much everyone was just like, this kid deserves a shot because no one can do good on that Jets team. Yeah. Because, like, some quarterbacks... Because it's, again, where the teams are, they have the top pick because their team is trash, and they immediately go into the into the draft and they pick a quarterback, and then the guy is just thrown into a gauntlet where he has no offensive line, no receivers, and just nothing to work with. And then he doesn't do well. It's just like, well, he's not a great player. It's just like, bro, he has nothing to work with. That's what the, the, the shitty thing about the NFL is. It's like when you get to the draft, when you're like a Jets team or whatever, you you and me have had it pretty easy because it's like we've always had at least a quarterback. Yeah, Chargers had Phil Rivers for like 15 straight years. And I would say... No one ever more reliable to show up and play and then a perfect transition into Herbert. We drafted one quarterback and that was it. And then, but not only that, but you had weapons. So yeah. you had Gates, you had LT, or I'm sorry, but, Daniel Thompson. Well, yeah, um, so when Herbert was drafted... We were, we had Keenan Allen, Mike Williams was Keenan still Allen, getting up there. We have we had Eckler and a decent all around team. Right. So like what what I was trying to say is like you at least had playmakers on the team, so it was easy for. I mean, you could put anyone in that system and they do well. Yeah. You could put a Zach Wilson in that system and he would do. You sh- he should do well. That's how that's how teams should be built. Right. And then with the Colts, it's like we've always had. We've never had a running back until now, and then we've we've always had a receiving core of somewhat. You, we and had, you had a, and you had a clean transition from Peyton and Andrew Luck. Yes, and then since then it has been a revolving door of um, anxiety and depression. So I think Matt Ryan is going to be the best quarterback you guys have had in years. I think so too. I th- I think he plays. I think he has a rough start though. Something tells me he's going to have a rough start. Well, that that's the thing. That's the cool thing about the team because the team is all around really well built. You have Jonathan Taylor, who has been like the unanimous number one pick in every fantasy draft I've been, uh, every mock draft I've seen. You have an established team. You can slot in a nice veteran quarterback who I think is pretty underrated at the moment because people kind of start writing him off. 
Because the Fal- what do you, who do you have to work with in the Falcons? They traded no. away um, Julio Jones, who has clearly fallen off, and then they had no one. I can't think of anyone else. I what, can't think of anyone else. What's his name on the Falcons? Their receiver fucking got suspended a year for gambling. What's his name? Oh, I forgot his name. And he's pretty good, too. He was good. He was good. I forgot and he's out of, he's, he's not even, he's like, what, a year or two removed out of Alabama. Yeah, he's fine. I forgot um, what his name is. Yeah, he just has nothing to work with. And now even the Colts have uh, Michael Pittman, who's been going really high in fantasy drafts because he had a great rookie year. Which is so weird because a lot of people project him not to do well. I would predict him to do very well. But, like, every time I, I read stuff about the team, they're always like, oh, Pittman isn't exactly reliable. And I'm like, well, why isn't he? I don't know. Maybe yeah, I, I, don't know. I need to start bookmarking this stuff and sending it to you because I feel like a psychopath. No, yeah, uh, but yeah, he's been going really high in the mock drafts. I'm a, I, uh, I would pick him in the fourth or uh, fifth. If you give him in the fifth round, that'd be sick. Uh, it depends on the teams. But um, yeah, so the Colts are going to be in a really good spot because, again, they have a well-established team, and then they slot in your better veteran quarterback. Uh, the Rams did this where they, they had Goff, who wasn't bad, um, but they had a really well all-around team, and then they slot in Stafford, and then boom, Super Bowl. It happens all the time. But these bad teams don't have the well-built roster, and then they just throw in this quarterback, and then the poor guy is just fucked. Uh, Joe Burrow got broken leg in, like, two spots a couple years ago. Um, and then the Bengals were a pretty damn nice surprise. Uh, not every team is going to have a turnaround like the Bengals did the last few years. Um, but, yeah, that's... Where do you think the ba- Bengals end up? Um, who's in their division again? The Bengals? Yeah. It's um, Cleveland, Pittsburgh, Baltimore. That's not the easiest division also not the hardest um but it's like pittsburgh to me is still a question mark because it's a new quarterback i would not be surprised if they sl- they slotted in and they took one of the wild card spots um and took it from one of the teams in the afc west that should probably be in the playoffs but is not because that division is gonna be a fucking nightmare to play in so why what wild card team do i think they're going back to the super bowl now it's just i'm trying to look up the wide receiver that... Oh, for the... Yeah, Calvin Ridley. Yeah, that's it, Calvin Ridley. Yeah, Calvin Ridley out of... Yeah, I was right, Alabama. I don't know why I was sick. Uh, People love to make that comparison, for too. betting on NFL games... It was like $5,000. And, like... You know what drives me nuts? He gets a whole fucking season for gambling. Something that's becoming less and less illegal... I don't care if it's for his team or against his team. I don't give a shit. Because, I mean, if it was against his team, it's not like... If, he, if you're betting against your team, that's a that's a, that's a big no-no. Cause, it's like, a big can, no-no, but, like, no game, no but... offense, but I don't think a lot of people are doing that because it's like, do you really want to... How much could you be making on that bet versus how much you're getting paid? Yeah. And then... Well, I mean, that's not what the game is about. It's the excitement of gambling. But um, I gamble all the time. I can, I can speak to this. But I just don't understand how he gets a whole season and Deshaun Watson gets 11 games. Uh, and sports demon, have been demonizing gambling for a long time. Baseball has the same shit. Pete Rose should be in the Hall of Fame. Um, yeah, they need to just reinstate him. I mean, I, it, it, I mean, the NFL has been all over the place with their suspensions. They had, because um, remember, it all started with Ray Rice when he uh, punched out his fiance and got two games. That's how it started. He got two fucking games for literally knocking her out with a punch in the elevator. Yeah, I remember um, that. And then they over... I don't want to say they overcorrected. They uh, they made big changes. Uh, Ray Rice never played in, in, the, in the league again. Um, and now... And he got a chance somewhere, didn't he? I forget. Um, but they've been going down on um, the drug... The dr- no, who was... It was... I think it was... Was it Julio Jones who just got suspended? No, no, it was Yonder Hopkins. Yonder Hopkins got suspended six games for uh, performance-enhancing drugs. Literally cheating. Six games. Stupid. That's the NFL. Uh, Goodell's an idiot. Okay, so going to uh, baseball? Yeah, baseball. Uh, a quick transition from um, Goodell's an idiot to Rob Manfred is a coward. For what? Well, for the Astros thing. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, for, okay. for not doing anything for yeah. the Astros thing. Yeah, I don't think I'll ever get over that. No, ever. fuck Rob Manfred. Um, um, baseball. 
Yankees, well, I mean, I was going to talk about how they've been sliding, but they just won three straight games, so that's good. Against the Mets, too. The Mets have been looking yeah, really good. Yeah, two, two of which were against the Mets, so that's cool. That's good. One of them was against Scherzer, and he gave up four runs the first time this season. So. Did they play? So they played, they didn't play DeGrom then? <clears throat> no, DeGrom was supposed to start today, but they moved him to Thursday. Who's looked really good since he came back. Looks like he hasn't been gone at all. I, I'm telling you, Brian, I have a feeling he's going to get hurt again. Because he always gets hurt. Um. Well, for the Mets' sake, let's hope that doesn't happen. Yeah. I, I mean, I mean, as a Dodgers fan, I'd probably say the Mets are the biggest threat to the Dodgers this year. <clears throat> because you have that insane duo of Scherzer and DeGrom. And if they're on their game and both healthy, then, yeah, that's going to be pretty fucking nasty. Especially with the news today that Walker Buehler is getting Tommy John surgery for the second time and will miss the rest of this season and more than likely all of next season. Which sucks because we just had this happen with Dustin May um, in, uh, a couple years ago where he got Tommy John surgery, missed the rest of that year. Uh, oh, no, he, no, no, it was just last year. He missed all of last year and then most of this year. And he just came back. He just had his first start on uh, on Saturday, and he looked really good. He uh, loaded the bases in the first inning, but then finished out with, like, gave up, like, maybe one more hit through the uh, next five innings and had, like, uh, nine nine Ks in five, in five innings. So he came out and looked really good. So as a Dodgers fan, very exciting to have Dustin May back. Um. Yeah, what else happened? Um, Angels, Angels. Oh Angels yeah, again. we're gonna go get the Angels thing. My favorite. I wish he. I wish this happened before the season started, so my playoff. I wish this happened before some psychopath decided to name him after two different two different cities. <laughs> the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. Why didn't you just? You know, why don't we just name them the Disneyland Angels? Sure. You're down the street from the damn place. Fuck it. Why not? You're right. It is right there. It's um, literally down the street. <laughs> It's literally across the freeway. It's pathetic. Um, yeah, so the the owner apparently the owner is open to selling the Angels, and um, as Artie pe- Marino, as people who would love to see Mike Trout play in the playoffs, thank fucking God. <laughs> There's no reason Mike Trout should not have zero playoff games played at this point of his career. It's fucking ridiculous. And. It's kind of ridiculous that we've had this many years of a team with two names of two different cities. Yeah, I don't know. What I'm just going to keep circling back to this because it's stupid. Just be just Anaheim. Go back to California. That's fine. California Angels. Just not Los Angeles. I made it sound so. Go back to California. L- Do you not know where you are? Yeah, just literally not the uh, Los Angeles Angels because you're not in Los Angeles. No, just just the California Angels. Like, what? I'm angry. <laughs> you should be happy. I well, I'm happy. Well, first off, I'll be happy when the team is actually sold. Yeah, sure. He has not sold it. This could take forever. No, they're, they they released a statement saying they're looking into it, and then I gotta find that article that I read. How much did that team go for? Um, I just saw a thing that said that they were like in the top ten. Well, of course they see. are. They're in Los Angeles. They're not. <laughs> Brian, I don't want to scream at you. <laughs> They're the Los Angeles Angels. What do you mean? They're not. They're no. I want to scream. Yeah, so uh, that can take a while. But um, no, as for Angel fans, I'm sure this is the best news they've heard in a long time. Because when a franchise struggles this long where the owner has any bit of has say and where the, the direction of the team where the owner is just like sliding in is like, this is what I think we should do. It's just like you're just the owner, I am the GM, can I just, like, no, you're going to go do this. And then the guy just points the direction. Kind of like a Jerry Jones, except the Cowboys can actually be good sometimes. So, okay. When the franchise sucks for that long, it has to be the owner. Just sell the team, and things change. Look at the Clippers. As soon as that team went to Balmer, everything changed. Absolutely everything changed. So, I pulled up... The uh, top 10 most valuable MLB franchises. We're going to play a game. Okay. Yankees. Well, well shit. That's a gimme. Um, oh, are we gonna, you're trying to go in order of the, of the top 10? I want to see, see which ones you get. Okay. So, top 10. 
Uh, okay, Yankees are number one, obviously. Yeah, Yankees number one. Um, Dodgers. Yes, at four point zero seven five billion. Okay. Um, let's go Mets. Uh, that's number six. Okay. At two point six five billion. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, New York team to get those out of the way. Um, imagine the Giants are probably on there. Giants are number five, three point one five billion. All right. Um, let's think. A Texas team. Are the Rangers on there? No. Fuck. No Texas team is on here. All right. Angels party on there. Angels are on here. Okay. So that's what five. Yeah. Okay. Angels are number nine at two point two billion. All right. Uh, Red Sox. Red Sox are three, three point nine billion. Okay. Definitely not not the Tampa Bay Rays. Um, <laughs> Obviously not the Oakland Athletics. Um, man, I want to... No, let me, let me pull up the teams. I'm just... I'm, I'm gonna take, you want me to just name them off? Uh, no. Oh, you, okay, because you've got one, two, three, four, five, six of the ten. So this... I'm just pulling up the, the standings real quick. Um, I just need a reminder of all... I'm just going to go through the teams, because, like, some of these things are obvious. One, but, one I feel like you're going to get, and you're going to go, oh, yeah. All right, so I said uh, Yankees, uh, Red Sox. Dodgers. Um, you said Giants. You said Mets. Yeah, Angels. Angels, Mets. How about the Cardinals? Yes, seven. Number seven, $2.45 billion. Uh, Phillies. Number eight, $2.3 billion. You haven't gotten number four. Number four I thought you would get. No, I'm probably, I'm probably gapping on this, honestly. Houston? No. Um, is it San Diego? Nope. I didn't think so. Okay, I don't know. Let's, let's start naming them all. So, t- so you're missing, you missed, you're missing two. So you got, you missed number 10, which is the Atlanta Braves at 2.1 billion. Okay. And then you missed number four, which were the Cubs. Uh, I, yeah. At 3.8 billion. I just, I thought I you would s- get I that sc- I scrolled right past them. Yeah, that make that makes sense. I felt like telling you That's I, really obvious. You know what's funny is I felt like telling you, hey, um <laughs> most of these are like rivalries. Yeah, and they're old. rivalries. So yeah. you have the Yankees Red Sox, you have the uh, Dodgers Giants, you have the Cubs, you have the Cubs. <laughs> okay, hold on. You have the Mets, the Braves. I guess you could say Cubs. Because um, the thing is, St. Louis. Because I mean, a lot of times people will make thing like the most successful teams over the last de- several decades are usually going to be the most expensive teams. That's not the case at all. This look at basketball. The Knicks are the, the no because that's a because if you look at like the the uh, professional teams list, like number four is like actually it's more like number two is the Cowboys. They've yeah. been shit. No, they had, when's the last time they won a Super Bowl? 80s? Yeah, 90s, yeah like exactly. That? It's been a long-ass time. Cowboys are always super high. The Knicks are always, always super high. They haven't been good in forever. Um, yeah, it's not it's not just about success, and that always kind of drives me nuts, seeing the Knicks and... Uh, well, the Cowboys are just, like, miles above everyone else, which is crazy. Uh, but, yeah, success does not lead to money. But, um, yeah, I, I can't believe I forgot the Cubs. I was Whoops. very surprised you missed the Cubs. Yeah, I am too. I really honestly thought you were going to get the Cubs like right away, but you didn't. No. Anyway, going back. Um, I feel sh- like I got the obvious ones in my head. You got the I, obvious and the, ones, and then, yeah. I, and then I skipped over them when I went to the spreadsheet. So, um, oh yeah, I meant to read that article part that I was talking about. Just very, very happy or at least somewhat relieved that they're selling the team because... Um, okay, so here's the article from Buster Only. Only. Oh, I call I, him Buster Only. Yeah, that's right. <clears throat> so my mistake. But um, so he's talking about Artie Marino possibly selling the team, and he said um, uh, the view around the industry was that the ensuing bidding might have netted a return that would be similar to the what the Washington Nationals got for Juan Soto. He's talking about Shohei Otani. Maybe more because Otani's Otani would have filled lineup and rotation roles for two pennant races before his free agency. In the end, though, despite his department's suggestion, general manager Perry Menazian didn't bother wasting everyone's time. Word quickly reached the interested parties that Artie Moreno, the Angels owner, 
wouldn't sign off on any Otani deal. No one was surprised. It was an example of Moreno single-handedly steering his team again and probably in the wrong direction again, and maybe for the last time because the Angels announced Tuesday afternoon that Moreno is open to offers to sell the team. Get shit on. Uh, uh, apparently it says, he's had enough, said one of Moreno's peers after the Angels news break. I think he's gotten frustrated with the stadium situation. He's not a big fan of Rob Manfred, and he's got a shitty team. That's why he's... That's a <laughs> shit... Oh, shit. Uh, and he's got a shitty team that's going to be bad for a long time. Oh, my God. I didn't even read the best part. Look, in, I, will, I will say this. In his defense... It's not like they haven't been... It's not like he hasn't tried. He spent a lot of money. Every other year, they pay someone big money. They paid Pujols. But, they paid Josh Hamilton. They paid Anthony Rendon. They uh, they paid Trout. And they're probably going to uh, end up paying Otani. They're throwing out tons of money. None of them work out. It's just the wrong decisions. But at least he's trying to make decisions. I honestly don't... I kind of feel differently because I feel like... First off, they drafted Trout. They didn't just... They signed him to an extension, but he's a homegrown talent. Yeah. You had so much money to build. You're the... What What, what, what were they? Number nine on that list that we did? Uh, some, six. Who cares? Whatever. <laughs> they're... They're there. They're... You had all this money, and you had Mike Trout, who you fucking drafted you had basically lebron james and you could have paid money to get another person now i know in baseball it's a lot different you got to get in basketball you can have that one player that pushes you but really you need that second player to put you over the top yeah that's my belief and i believe brian feels the same NBA is the the peak of the NBA meta is when there's duos. NFL, it's it's kind of a flex and go. You could have a mediocre team that could do great. There's you a could have a lot of ways to build a good NFL team. There's different formulas that work. The NFL, the NFL uh, algorithm, we'll say, is weird because it could be different for everybody. But it's there just, are there are wrong ways to build a football team. Right, and in baseball, you really need. You don't. You need everything, but your your starter or your closer, your position players or whatever. You can have one standout and a couple of just really good players. Yeah, you can play the value game in baseball. Like, I would honestly say, look at Dodgers pre Freeman. You had Mookie. Yeah, but you, what was your team? You had Turner. Both of them. You had... Seager. Seager. You had an aging Kershaw that was still consistent. He still put, he played... He finally had a really good postseason. And then you had... You had Will Smith. They you, had Cody Bellinger. You had role players that played a position... You yeah. know, you can do that in baseball, and they fucking couldn't. They no. couldn't do it. You know what? It, it, this is really showing anything. It is furthering the fact that if you want to have a successful team for year and year in, you you have to have a really good farm system. The farm system is the base of your team. Um, but now, right now, the Dodgers, their team is filled with players that they came from the, their farm system, or they traded because their farm system is so insane. The Padres just did the same shit. They just traded their home whole, whole system. They got they built up Tatis, who was young, came in. And now the next major piece is uh, yeah. is Soto. So what you trade their farm system for? Two teams that flank the Angels. Yeah, did it in a, I would say in a short amount of time. I mean the Dodgers were always competitive, but it it. The Dodgers. I don't count the Manny thing because the Manny Ramirez thing was stupid. I don't no, care it was says. it was it was like a it was one really exciting part, but it was not a long term solution. The first time the Dodgers really started to compete again was again when they sold the team. When McCourt got when the, when Court so, sold the team, he got to keep his stupid uh, parking lots. Um, but otherwise, he got rid of the team. Magic Johnson he still owns a parking lot. He owns a parking lot. Whenever you pay at Dodger Stadium parking, he gets that money. That was part hmm. of the thing. Yeah, 
Um, so when he sold the team, that's when they started went out and started buying players. The major thing that happened was that deal with the Red Sox where they brought in uh, Adrian Gonzalez and uh, I think Josh Beckett. I think Hanley Ramirez came in that season as well. Carl Crawford, too. Carl Crawford was in that deal, too. They took a bunch of big names. Again, they were older, but they, they uh, started competing, and I don't think they missed the playoffs since. But then the team now, Bell, uh, uh, the core of the team that's been built between, like, uh, Bellinger, who won an MVP, Seager, who was a World Series MVP, Will Smith, who's been one of the most clutch hitters that the team's had in the last few years. Um, they're all homegrown. Seager's gone, unfortunately. But then they traded Verdugo, who was, again, farm system. He was the core piece that got them Mookie. Um, and He's then a fucking pain in the ass. They traded, yep, they traded prospects to get Turner and Scherzer. Turner's still in now, in now a huge part of the team. Um, and then the other two players... Uh, Justin Turner and Max Muncy, they picked those guys off of uh, waivers. So the teams left them. They're not... Like, the Angels are just spending $200 million on All-Star, $200 million on an All-Star, $300 million on another could, All-Star. And it's like, you could have turned around and used that money in your farm system, and you could have yeah. easily... Have... The only player... I mean, the Dodgers traded for bets off of prospects and signed to a huge deal. The only player they really threw money at for them to pick up was Freeman. Which still blows my mind that he's on. But the like, team. look at. So the Angels have two two teams, one on both sides of the goddamn freeway. Yep. That did it in a shorter amount of time, I would say. Yeah, much you've had time. you've had Trout. I mean, you, we didn't know he was going to be the person he was going to be, but he showed glimpses of it when he came up. Trout had Trout came up in his like rookie rookie year. Had, was mediocre. They sent him back down, and then he came back up, and then has been the best player in baseball ever since. Yeah. So it's like you, you had so much time to do shit, and you didn't do anything, and then you fucking just decided to be one of the worst franchises in all sports. Which I don't care what anyone says. You're one of the worst. You have a player on your roster right now that plays two positions, that you told people you would listen to trade offers, with no intention of trading him. And I'm not saying this. Because I wanted him to be on the Yankees. Keep him. I don't <coughs> fucking care. He's annoying anyway. It's annoying because we I see highlights of him every freaking day of him pitching and hitting, knowing f- fucking, like... It's pointless. It's pointless because he's not... They're not going anywhere. And it's stupid because you know... He's a couple years, maybe even less, that uh, away from having to pick what side he's going to be proficient on. Yeah. He is not going to be a two-way player his entire career. Yeah. And then Trout's got this back issue thing looming over his head right now. Shohei Otani has got to pick <laughs> if he's going to be a pitcher or, or a batter. I'm sorry, but it's going to get to that point. He's going to be a... I think he's going to be a hitter. Now remember, man. You know, I I want to say I want to go the other way because man, there are a lot of like Verlander and Scherzer are kicking ass this year. They're like thirty eight years, thirty six and thirty eight years old. Pitchers have been going really good, but at the same time, who's been the best hitter in baseball since the All Star break? It's been Albert Pujols. He's been yeah, killing it, yeah. and he's forty. He's like forty two. You can play for a long ass time in, in, in baseball. All I'm saying is, is he's gonna have to pick a position and stick with it. And the Angels are until they're sold, they're not gonna be competitive. You know, it's gonna it might come down to uh, if he gets hurt and what he's forced to do. Because remember, he couldn't pitch for a bit because yeah. he was hurt. So and then he was just hitting in that time. Yeah, it's like so, the Bryce Harper thing where he yeah. could field and they just use him as DH. Yeah. So if he gets hurt again pitching, then he's just gonna be like, okay, I'll just hit them. The universe told me to be a hitter. But I'm, yeah, he's not going to be with the Angels next year. I can already guarantee it. Um, I mean, he should get the biggest haul for any trade. Cause I just feel like he's going to go somewhere else. I feel so bad for Trout. Because he, hey, he signed that contract, so he wanted to, he wanted to stay I, there. I mean, there's a lot. I mean, excluding the fact that it's the Angels and they don't they don't compete. I mean, it's hard to beat four hundred fifty million dollars and living in Southern California. True, but at the same time, it's. I just feel like he, Artem Marino is incompetent because 
There's so much talent on that team that's wasted. And they teased us this year, too, with that really good start. And then 16 losses in a row later. Yeah. Right back, uh, fell back down to earth and right back to where they were. Who's their starting pitcher? Who's their ace? I couldn't name you one. I couldn't name you one. Wow. They traded Noah Syndergaard, so. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So that's that's part of the problem right there. All their big signings have been hitters. And their best pitcher is now uh, their hitter. It's Otani, who hits they, you know, who's always, like, He's been doing really good. Uh, no, pitcher. So, I fucking can't stand hearing, hearing about him. Um, Otani. What was I going to say? You know, the Angels, when they signed him in the first place, they signed him as a pitcher. Like, they knew he was a two-way, but they signed him to be a, primarily a pitcher, which has always confused me. Because they needed pitchers. Because pitchers tend to come out of uh, out of Asia. It's usually pitchers. So weird. So weird. I mean, outside of Ichiro and uh, <clears throat> Matsui, not a lot of players I can really think of who are, like, big coming in. But, like, most of them, like, uh, like, Yu Darvish came in. Who was, who was the guy on the Yankees that came in? Who was that pitcher? That they signed, the Asian pitcher they signed? <clears throat> Aging pitcher. No, uh, Tanaka. I wouldn't say he was aging. I didn't say aging. I said Asian. Oh. Because uh, they're, uh, all the big names that come out of Asia, they seem to be pitchers. Unless I'm just forgetting other names. I miss Tanaka. What happened to Tanaka? Uh, it, it's basically the season before I think we signed Cole. The idea was... He, he probably got wind of it, or they probably kind of hinted at him, like, hey, the money that we want to sign you for would, is going to go to him. So unless you want to take, like, a smaller deal, we're not going to resign yeah. you. And uh, <clears throat> did he go back? Yeah, he went back. Oh, okay. He plays for, uh, I think it's called Rakuten. Rakuten? Uh, I, remember, I know, um, my, I forgot Maeda still pitches. I remember because the Dodgers had uh, Kenta Maeda, who was awesome for a while. Yeah, he, still, and- he pitches for the Twins. Okay, and then the Dodgers also had Ryu. Ryu had a big hype come into and the he league. Went also, to Toronto. he went to Toronto. And then both uh, very quietly good players. You just don't hear about them a lot. Like Ryu had a really low. No, ERA but for that's a long time. you know that's what's funny is you don't hear about them because they're have they're coasting. I, I mean, I haven't looked at their stats, but I know uh, Ryu is first year with the Blue Jays. I think he got rocked. Or he got rocked playing the Yankees. At I'm least. pulling it up. I remember when you Darvish first came into the league. I remember this because I was in co- I was in college, and I was taking this stupid ass computer class that didn't even count towards my credits, at the end of the day, and um, it was against the Twins, and there was a lot of hype on Darvish when he came in, <clears throat> and I had the box score up, and I saw it, hit, hit, walk, hit, hit, walk, walk. Hit. It's just like, oh my god, what's happening? He gave up six runs before he got now. That was Darvish's inter- introduction to Major League Baseball. He gave up six runs before getting it out. Um, but then he's been above above average pitcher ever since. He's had, been, had some good years. He's had a couple bad years. Um, it happens to the best of them. Yeah. Uh, Pitching Ryu, is such a uh, coin flip. Ryu is now 35. He must have come in a lot older than I thought. He came into the league in 2013 when he was 26. Uh, his ERA in his three years in Toronto, his first year in Toronto, 2.69. He was okay, awesome. Okay, I was wrong. That second year, though, um, 4.37. That was then, what I was remembering. And now 5.67. So yeah. he's really fallen off. Yeah. But those first few years, ERA, 3. 3.3, 3.7, 1.9, 2.3, 2.6. And then a 11, but that was only one game. And I guess he got hurt. Yeah, he he pitched four innings that year. Yeah, well, I mean, Yankees are really good at, like, they'll have a good pitcher, I mean, except for Montgomery, but I feel like that will end up uh, fizzling out, is they must know something we don't, because then they they trade them, and it's like, why did you trade them? And then it's like... They've been doing awesome since then. That's two two players that have been doing really good since then. But I don't think anyone expects Gallo to maintain. And I don't expect him to be on your playoff roster anyway probably not no because we're gonna have we're having players come back healthy yeah so 
That's all I got. Trace Thompson's playing better. Trace Thompson's such a strange... He's been jumping around, and it's like... He's he got hurt. He had that back issue. Kind of messed up a few years of his career. I guess baseball's just weird. It's just weird, man. You know who I think about every now and then is Andrew Tolse. The guy who was on the outfielder for the Dodgers, and then... Yeah, and then he got he busted like, outside of a... He's got, like, schizophrenia or something. Yeah. And they still... They still re-sign him to one-year deals just so he can get the health benefit, the the health insurance and stuff on that because he's got so much unfortunate shit going on. Like, did he get? <clears throat> did he have a drug habit and then he got released? What happened? I, I don't remember. I, for, what happened I forget. He was. In, I think he was in and out of mental stuff. He has. He had drug issues again. The schizophrenia is probably the is probably the source of all the a, a lot of the stuff. And but then there was he had that one year he did really good. He had a pretty good year for the Dodgers. And then he got hurt. I think he tore his ACL. And then that was pretty much it. He never played again. And he's just been having all these off-the-field issues. But he's still technically a Dodger. He still gets those contracts. Which I think is a really good thing. Yeah. The Dodgers do. Hey, man. It's good of them to do that. Do we have anything else? I don't think so. This time next week, um, to the end of August, so we'll still be another, we're still another couple weeks out from the NFL starting. So we're still in preseason where nobody important is really playing. Yep. Um, all the starters are getting rested, and I don't watch preseason because I just can't care. And then just to go over it one more time, we do have a two fantasy football leagues. One is a standard league, and then the other one is a keeper league. Uh, if you're interested. <laughs> um, oh, it's a dynasty league, not a keeper league. They are technically different. I'll explain those later. Gosh, but it is, a di- it is a dynasty thing. Um, half, pe- half point for... Uh, PPR and uh, there is a super flex, so you have two quarterbacks. Yeah, ten teams. We have seven spots left. So if you are listening to this and you do love fantasy football, it's going to be more of a laid back league. Uh, there's no money involved or anything like that. Um, so if you want that league to kind of just you know, oh, if I screw <laughs> up setting the lineup this week or something, I'm not going to feel too bad. Um, this is the league to do it. So just DM us on Instagram at 5050net. It's F-I- at F-I-F-T-Y-5-0-N-E-T. Um, yeah, so that about does it. And we will catch you next week for sports and another episode of House of Dragons, hopefully. Yeah. And then we'll, once movies kick back up, we're going to do those. And virtual reviews, which we finally will get to. So thank you for listening, and as always, stay tuned.